talk to you about angels. I know that we are all so familiar with the story of angels at the time of Christmas. And while we will establish that they were there, I want us to really begin to understand who or what angels really are. In Matthew 1.20, whenever Joseph is uh, thinking about divorcing Mary, he's actually confronted by an angel in a dream and told this, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. He had to be instructed. You see, Joseph, he was thinking, he was thinking, I'm going to put her away, but he was warned. He was given instruction from God by a messenger of God. And that is exactly what the word angel means, is messenger. And Joseph was actually confronted by messengers of God. How frightening, how fearful, even in a dream, two more times at least. He was warned by an angel in a dream to flee the land of Israel, to go to Egypt, to get away from Herod, the insane king who would actually go so far as to kill innocent children to keep his own kingdom. And Joseph was also charged by a messenger of God, an angel, while in Egypt to return back to Israel. We see Zechariah was actually told about an angel, um, told by an angel that he would be the father of John the Baptist, the forerunner of the Messiah. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was told by an angel that she would bear the Messiah of Israel and for the whole world. Shepherds were confronted and how, again, absolutely terrifying in the darkness of night and maybe a few stars. <laughs> Here comes the shining angel declaring glory to God in the highest. Whoa! Here is this messenger, bright and shining, carrying the authority of an almighty God. Angels are messengers. They're spiritual beings. They're not like we are. They are not flesh and blood like us. There are some things we just won't know about angels until we get to heaven. But what we do know is this. They're messengers. They are powerful. I'm reminded of one of the prophets in the Old Testament who whenever one of the kings of a pagan nation was coming against Israel, his servant at his right hand was so frightened. And so this prophet prays, God, open my servant's eyes. And whenever his eyes are opened, he can see in the spiritual realm all of these angels. And he said, there are more for us than there are against us. Even Paul on a ship in the middle of a mighty storm on his way to Rome for the sake of the gospel, whenever all seems to be lost, is met by an angel who tells him not one life will be lost, but they must stay on the ship. They are mighty. They rebuke mad prophets, as it was told. It says Balaam was confronted, in fact, by an angel with a sword. Those were angels, cherubim, special angels, that were actually placed at the entrance to Eden whenever Adam and Eve were kicked out. They are not to be trifled with. We don't search for angel feathers floating around in a room. We don't run after angels to worship them or to somehow communicate with them. But God... Being God, doing what he wants, when he wants, can bring an angel into your life. In fact, you may be protected by angels and you don't even know it. You may be brought a message by an angel and 
it could come in a dream or an answer to a prayer. Even like Daniel, who whenever he was seeking to understand something that he was troubled by for 21 days, angels were fighting in the heavenlies against demonic entities in order to bring the message of God to Daniel the prophet. So this is exciting. It's not just a Christmas thing. It's an awesome, encouraging thing. And what it speaks of is this. If angels are so mighty, if they're so strong, if they're so powerful, and they're simply the messengers of God, what must he be like? Ponder on that.